When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. It is Thursday. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. We are hoping for a conversation with Rockford Icehawks and Chicago Blackhawks goaltender Arvid Soderblom. We have not heard from him yet, and uh, the line's open, so when he calls in, we'll bring him on. Um, but until then, we want to remind everybody on YouTube to smash that like button for us. Make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel as well. If you're a podcaster, make sure you're following or subscribed on the apps there, and a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts would really mean the world to us. Also, a big reminder, uh, night one of our big CHGO Bears draft show is tonight. You can already... Go to that video, like it, set yourself a notification <laughs> reminder for when they go live. It's get a big night for the Bears, a big night for CHGO Bears. And if you want to get a ticket, I believe there's still a chance to do so to join them at the draft show, allchgo.com. Tickets available for tonight and tomorrow at Joe's on Weed Street. Check out all the um, packages available there. And, of course, as always, diehards save 20% on that and all chgo events it's going to be a great time so uh jump on those few remaining tickets and go join our entire bears crew and a bunch of us here at chgo at joe's on weed that is both tonight and tomorrow you got to buy tickets for each event individually um, but tickets are available for both so jump in and be part of a historic night for the bears and for chgo at joe's on weed and drink goose island of course yeah yeah it should be a good time i'm excited i'm excited draft uh draft time is in the air and it's a good it's a good precursor to get us get us ready for lottery night coming up in a few days and uh and then the draft in june so it's a it's a nice nice little ramp up for us i have found myself already feeling anxious about that show about that day oh i've, I've put it in the back of my mind it's <laughs> every every day i'm just i'm just a little bit you know, worrying about it just a little bit more. Like I was at the grocery store and I was picking out oat milk for my daughter and I was just like, oh, should I get this brand or that brand? Oh, what if they don't get first? (laughs) 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 It's always just a little bit there. Uh, But yeah, that May 8th day will be uh, quite the the nervy day. Yeah, we've been talking about it for so long where for most of the season it felt like, eh, that's just a fake thing. It's never actually going to happen. And now we're <laughs> 10 days away. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, there'll be some uh, anxiety on that day for sure. Um, but I'm, I don't – at this point, I don't care. I mean, I care where they get it. But, <laughs> like, I just, I'm just glad we're going to have yeah. the conclusion. Yes. And, yes, I want number one <laughs> so I can, like, thumb my nose at the people that freaked out after every win. Oh, my God. We're going to pick 10th. Yeah, the but what is they're right? Well, they're not picking 10th. <laughs> I'll ask again. Would you trade the opportunity for number one if it guaranteed you two or three? No, 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 no. That's not the. <laughs> not that's not that game. That's not that game. All right. That no. game is, that game is two, two guaranteed 
if you give up your odds for number one. So only two? You'd only, only do it for two? two? Not for two uh, and three? For two. for two and three, you might as well. You're just rolling the dice anyways. I guarantee Adam Fentilli for no shot at Connor Bedard or a shot at Connor Bedard and possibly picking as low as fifth. I still take the shot at Connor Bedard. Okay. Because Will I- Smith, Zach Benson are really good players too. It's not like it's Connor Bedard and... Adam Fantilli, and then Cam Barker at number three. <laughs> well, we hope. Hopefully not, yeah. Or Jack Skilly. Well, we hope like, anyway, yeah. It's yeah. going to be another cornerstone-type player, even as low as five. So I would still take my shot at getting the g- generational talent. And, you know, hey, you I'm still just, might get two. I don't know. I, I've probably talked about this before. Like, when the Cubs were just working in sports media, when I was a producer at The Score, like – of course, I wanted the Cubs to win the World Series. Of course, of course, of course. I'm a huge Cub fan. But when they won, I almost felt relief mm-hmm. to not have to deal with another year of phone calls of this team's never going to oh, do yeah. it. Joe Madden sucks. Oh, he screwed up. Like, oh, I was just dreading mm-hmm. going to work the next day, and instead they won. I was like, oh, thank God. And yeah, that's kind of like how I feel what, me. what you're describing. Is I'm like, just glad we're going to have a conclusion yeah. mm-hmm. and we'll know where they pick and we can talk about the guy they're likely going to pick depending on where they hopefully it's number one and we could just start pumping the Connor just, Bedard yeah. tires. We'll, Not that we haven't done that enough we'll get, to begin with. We'll get all the merch we can printed of <laughs> Connor Bedard and go, yeah. f- go from there. I'm just, yeah. I'm just glad there's a conclusion. <laughs> it's the same thing with the Patrick Kane. I was just glad it yeah. was over because I was tired of yeah. the will he, won't he, where is he going to go. Mm. Now we'll know where they're picking, and then people can get mad if it's not number one. Uh, they'll get over it. Right. They'll get over it quickly, and we can move on with our lives. Yes. Well, nothing, nothing is confirmed set in stone, but leading up to lottery night, uh, we are going to have a friend of the program draft analyst. Uh, not, again, not confirmed, but one of them I think we will, we will be able to get on. Uh, to to kind of give us one last rundown of the you know top five six seven guys in the draft, so that we can all be certain that we feel good about wherever the Blackhawks end up picking because we'll get one final deep dive on all those top five six seven guys. I'm looking forward to it. I like you said like just let's okay, let's get it here. We've gotten it. We're this far. I'm I'm been waiting this long. I've come to terms with the likelihood they're not getting Connor Bedard. Yeah. Because that was going to happen even if they had the best chance. They still had a 75% chance of not getting him. Yes. So I've come to the turn. Like, for most of the season, it's been all about, man, Bedard is going to look so great here. and God, I can't wait to see him at development camp. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, he's probably not coming here no matter what. So I'm okay (laughs) with that. So therefore, this is is my life of being not only a Cubs fan, but a – a Chicago sports fan, I've learned with my wisdom of my old age, if you have no expectations, you cannot get disappointed. You could only be pleasantly surprised. So I gave up the expectations that Connor Bedard is actually going to land here. So if he does, I could be like, holy crap, that's awesome. And when he doesn't, I'd be like, yeah, that's what I expected. Yeah, that's it. That, That is a very healthy way to look at it. All those yes. years of being let down by the Cubs has taught me to just, no matter what people say, <laughs> yeah, just prepare for the worst, and if the best happens, you're happy. And if the worst does happen, there's no way you could be upset about it because that's what you were expecting in the first place. I'm ready to be hurt again. 
Yeah, there you go. Well, you know, you guys are still young. Cody says, "You and Cody are still young, and you can, you, you can, your, your bodies and your, in your mental makeup can still handle that." I'm at the point where of my life where I'm like, I, I just, I can't take that much more. It's taking years off my life. I don't have many left, you know, as many as I used to, and you know, I'm, I'm good with like, hey, just, you know, I'm cool. Let's just let it happen. I've, I've practiced all, all scenarios. In the mirror, my reactions from one to five. I've just I've yeah, you want to like, give us a preview like, like the Oscars award show. I'm just guy. I've got my I've got my my head nod and you know my excited face. I got it all ready to go. Yeah, yeah. I I think the real anxiety is going to kick in as they're rolling up the teams and we get the number six. Then it's going to be like, okay, here we go. Yeah, because then it's going to be like it every could, pick. It, start, it could start like, at five. Every pick is going to be like, is it the Blackhawks? Is it the Blackhawks? Okay, mm-hmm. we survived five. Okay, we got through four. Shit, there they are at that's, three. That's <laughs> how, I mean, that's how it felt with um, when they jumped from ten to three with with the where they ended up taking Kirby yeah. Doc. It was like their their number was ten, and when they didn't come up, you're like, oh shit, like yeah. they're moving up, you know, and and ended up going up to third. So it's yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. Even just talking about it, I can feel it like welling up in me. Like I'm like, oh yeah. But for me, it's more of the. It is. It's more about the our viewers and listeners being disappointed than it is for me being disappointed. Yeah, it, that's. I don't want. I don't want anyone to feel so because, like, I've detached a little bit. I think we all have from covering a team. You detach from that fandom, but the people that are with us every day have not, and they are the ones who had to endure last season with the hopes of all right we're gonna get this really generational player be it bedard fantilli or whoever and if it, it's five or four people are gonna be really upset about that I, I mean i i still feel like that that fan in me will be very upset because as much as you know it's our job to cover the team and and do it objectively and stuff we're all still fans like we all have that connection and want we all know from a fan perspective, how much Connor Bedard or even Adam Fantilli would mean to the team and would mean to, you know, the rebuilding plan and the success of, of, of the team moving forward. Cause you know, as much as we all objectively knew what last season was about, it still sucked. It still sucked yeah. to go through that and, and just, you know, see all the losses. Um, you know, it, it tears at your fan heart a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, there's there there's still the there's still definitely the piece of me that is just like I want this team to be good and I want them to be fun because I still love watching this team. I've been a fan of this team for a very long time. Like that that portion that portion of me is really never going to go away. I can put it in a drawer when we do our show and speak objectively uh, and 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 look at it. You know, kind of from a you know more uh, bird's eye view, but like. There, I, you know, I'm. I feel like draft lottery night. I'm gonna be wearing a Blackhawks jersey. Like I'm, I'm, you know, it's it's fan night. Like that's it's that's a, a good night to be a fan. Yeah, and I know there'll be some disappointment if they don't get one or two. There'll be some anger, just like it was after every win. You know, I, I not gonna lie to you. There were some of those victory nights, especially the last month or so. I dreaded the post game shows because like I don't want to deal with the tank fear. Yeah, it's it, like I get it, but like, can we just like enjoy you know a, a good group of guys that work their ass yeah, off like to get beating, a win? Being the Bru- beating the Bruins is something, and the Penguins is something that we should all have been able to enjoy. Fully. I enjoyed beating the Penguins. Yeah, we kept them out, knocked them out of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, that, that made yeah. me happy. So, and that's you know, another bit of a nose thumbing. 
the Penguins not making the playoffs when they did what a lot of Hawks fans want. Like, bring back Kane, bring back Taves, keep going. There you go. No, it doesn't work. They, they missed the playoffs in year one, and they got, what, four more years, three more years of those? Four, four more uh, of Latang and yeah, pretty so, sure, pretty yeah. sure, yeah. All, all, all three of their big three are still. And the guys who thought that was a good idea all lost their job. So, yes. uh, yeah, and I, we we've started to see in our chats the last couple of days, people who've been paying attention to the U18 World Juniors. All of a sudden, there's a lot of excitement over Will Smith. If you've been watching the way he's yeah. been playing, there's there's a lot of our, our our regular listeners are are like, you know what? If we have to take Will Smith at four or five, I'd be okay with this because yeah. this kid <laughs> looks good. So yeah. I think a lot of the fan base is starting to talk themselves out of <laughs> the reality that they're yeah. probably not going to get Connor Bedard. The odds, even if we had the best odds, are still against you. Yeah, I I just want to recall back to the roller coaster of emotion of last year's draft show. Yeah. <laughs> when we're like, what is going? We're like pulling our hair out. You we're too. pissed. I was oh just kind of like, eh, like, whatever. What is going on? Yeah. They're trading everybody. They, 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 we, we thought they maybe still probably didn't get enough for to bring it. You trade Kirby Doc. You know, it's like, oh, my God. Then we all want Nazar and they take Orchinsky, like another defenseman. And then as everything starts to, like, reveal all itself as a show. Oh, okay. Nazar's still there. Oh, nice. okay. And you start to see the plan. It's like, oh, okay. And then they got a third first. Yeah, round like everything pick. just totally changed. <laughs> yeah, that was that yeah. was I don't see draft at least the first round. I don't see that being anywhere near as crazy. Like they are where they are. No. Well, no I, don't, assets. I don't <laughs> think they're gonna be making unless they take on a bad contract. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. But you know, I don't see I'm pretty sure those two first two picks they have uh, will be where we'll they are, picks, and that's yeah. it. Um, and we're not doing – yeah, shave my head. You can shave my ass before you shave my head. That's <laughs> not Probably same amount of hair. Yeah. No. no, no. My, my, my beard is already riding on the ice hogs, so that's, that's enough of a bet for me. Yeah, but you're not going to shave it off if they lose. No. Usually this time of year, if, if I have a team with rooting interest that goes into the playoffs, like the ice hogs or the Blackhawks, I'll let it go. And then when they're, whenever they're done, I'll, I'll shave it real close, but not like yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm, I'm not – shaving my head because you just uh, got a haircut a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, I got it trimmed and yeah. every time I even get it trimmed I'm a little worried it's never coming back. <laughs> if I shave it, I, I, I no, I'm, I'm afraid it won't grow back. So it's not happening and I look like an, I look like an idiot with really short hair. Anyway. I shaved my head in college and it was, uh, I had children afraid of me. Because I just, I looked. If I shave my head, I'm going to look like John Candy from Stripes and it's not a good look. It's like a fat stone cold. <laughs> so Blob cold. Cold stone? <laughs> cold stone. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. I think, I don't know if cold stone had been invented when I did that. That's how old I am. Uh, but yes, that would have been good. Cold stone. Yeah, it was, it was bad. It was bad. You know, part of what is uh, stirring these emotions of wanting the Hawks to do well in a draft lottery is like, is watching the playoffs. Yeah. Because you're like, man. And then every Facebook memory I have, like, for the last few weeks, like one, like a couple of days ago, it was like just Hosa with mm-hmm. all like a million exclamation points. And today was bring on the Canucks. And you're like, God damn, I miss mm-hmm. being part of the playoff excitement and uh, barf cry die time. It was as it was dubbed on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it, it will be interesting, though, when this team gets back to the playoffs and we're still on the beat, like how different that's going to feel being in a press box for a playoff game. Having gone through it's gonna feel the like, glory days yeah. as 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 fans mm-hmm. and like 
I the first time I ever got uh, actual NHL credentials was for the 2013 Stanley Cup Final when I was running Second City Hockey. Um, and so my first game ever in a press box is game one of the 2013 Stanley Cup Final where <laughs> that was the shin pad triple overtime game. And, of course, you can't cheer in the press box, but, like, that's I, hard. I was in the auxiliary press box. They had they turned Section 309 behind the net into another press box and put tables over every other row because they had so much press covering it. So that goal goes in, like, literally right below me. And I bend under the table to grab my, unplug my laptop, and I'm under there going, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and then I came back up, I was like, did you guys hear that? <laughs> what the hell? Somebody's cheering in the press box. No, yeah. no, no. But then I didn't feel that bad because game two, the Bruins won in overtime. It might have even been double overtime, but it was an overtime game. Was, yeah. And, like, the other guys on in my row were, like, from some, like, Providence, Rhode Island newspaper. It was, like, four of them. They all stood up and cheered when they scored. And I was like, well, I could have done oh, that. Oh, they probably yeah. know they're not coming back, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but it was like, <laughs> you know, that was my, yeah. So, I like, will it be as, like, stressful in the press box as it was I think it'll sitting at home or sitting at your favorite bar with your buddies back in 2013? There's going to be a lot of... Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of a lot of, <laughs> lot, of clin- lot of clinching. Like when yeah. Kane scored that, uh, it was waved off. The but buzzer I, beater. I, remember, I think I was just like repeatedly elbowing <laughs> you as that happened. Like you know, you're trying not to. There, there are times where yeah, you don't. So I've learned how to like laugh at it. Yeah, you just laugh. Mm-hmm. Like ha ha, that's great. Like or something. What a moment. Or yeah. like I, I felt bad the last game of the year when I won the first goal pool and I like, went like this when my guy scored. And I was like, oh, I'm not cheering for the goal. I'm, I'm not cheering, cheering for the for Blackhawks. I'm cheering because I just won sixteen dollars, eighteen dollars, yeah. yeah. whatever it was. Well, I think in the, the also the last game, the Taves breakaway in overtime. I. I'm going to Greg. I'm like, no effing way. Yeah. No effing way. Uh, that would that would have been one where I, I I think even people in the press box would have been would like, have, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a moment. It's a great moment. Yeah, would have been a great moment. I feel like those games will feel like that last game did. It probably amplified a little bit more, but that really that last home game of the year um, really did feel like the most other than probably uh, Hosa's retirement night. That was probably the most amped up that billion has been all year for, yeah. for the last game. Yeah. Yeah. That that and that that Vegas game, the Kane Kane's last game, I think a lot of people kinda knew it. Thought it was probably and then when yeah. he had those goal men, when he scored that goal that didn't count, that yeah. was that was pretty ridiculous too. So yeah, those were the best nights of the year. Not surprisingly, because they focused around the the guys from the glory days. Yeah. Hosa Kane Taves. You're not going to have any of that next year unless you do you retire Duncan Keith's number now that he's officially no longer sure. you know, under contract. They'll what? find some they'll find some things to do. Do you, oh, do, yeah. you, do, you, do, you do your dual number seven retirement series ceremony and you do Seabrook sure. and Chelios together. <laughs> Those all sound like great ideas yes. to, to get people in the building. Yeah. I mean, you got to do something because there's no Patrick Kane. Yeah. There's no Jonathan Taves. You can't Bank on that now. You get Connor Bedard. There's a bump in ticket sales. There are your so season there, ticket sales. There, there is a selling point. That, and that's a marketing campaign just by itself, winning the draft and we Actually, we were going to talk about it the other day, but ran out of time. The season ticket renewals are up like 25% or something yeah, like that. Yeah, more than they're expected. So 
I mean, if they get Bedard, I think your season ticket sales are going to be huge immediately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think, I, I think that's I'm sorry. Good. Memberships. Season right. ticket memberships, yes. Season, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think those will – I think that is that is a huge selling point I got, for this team next year. I got my season <laughs> tickets in twenty in 2007. Right after they drafted Patrick Kane, they had they had Kane and Taves in those back-to-back years, and it was like I remember sitting at the company I was working for at the time, buddy of mine. We were looking at prices, and we're like, "Whoa, those aren't bad at all." Like it, what the ticket prices were very reasonable for season tickets. We got the season tickets right at the right time because two years later, all of a sudden, it's a ten-year wait list. Yep. So we were there from day one of the Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves era. 0708 was our first year, and we had them all the way up until 2017. They went up about 9,000% from the time we got them to the time we let them go. But, I mean, I think there's some people that may have had the season tickets at that, like us, gave it up and realized this is the time to jump back in mm-hmm. because there's a chance in three or four years they're going to be much more expensive and might not even be available. Right. So and jump in now. If you do get, they do get counter Bernard. I expect a few phone calls being made the following morning, May 9th. Hey, I want season tickets. They should do the, uh, like when teams win the championship, like congratulations, you know, your team just won the Stanley cup. Call now to get your t- free t-shirt. The Hawks should have a season membership commercial queued up <laughs> at the draft lottery. Congratulations, Chicago Blackhawks. Connor Bernard is yours. Season ticket representatives are standing by. Order your hey. season tickets today. <laughs> get a free 98 Blackhawks Jersey. There you go. The marketing, it doesn't sell. It doesn't. You're welcome. Yes. We know you're listening. Blackhawks. You always are. <laughs> yeah. I should listen to Kyle Davidson on the show someday. It'd be really fun. Really enjoyable. Uh, Before we get to our first ad break, and I know everyone's looking forward to that, uh, Janet had a comment in the chat. Uh, She says, have not things changed where less and less of the press is objective and it's not a big deal? It's it's how it has been. No. Have you ever watched DNVR when he has lose? So here's. Yes, we have. (laughs) Yes, we have. What we're talking about is literally physically in the press box. Right. You are not supposed to show any sort of rooting interest. Now, look. Everybody knows, everybody in the press box, everybody at the Blackhawks knows that we do not operate like a newspaper or the athletic or whatever. There is a bit of fandom in all three of us, but, the, but we can't show that in the press right. box. And the, Jesse the, and, the and press, Megan. Yeah, the press and media area, that's the that's your professional Yeah, you can't setting. walk in there wearing your Hawks jersey or Hawks no, hat. No, right. You can't cheer. You can't yell at the refs. Right. It's just, that's yeah, how it is. Um, yeah. Like, it's why Rudo and AJ don't have press credentials. Yes. <laughs> right. That's why Matt Peck and Big Dave don't have press credentials for the Bulls because they wouldn't be able to handle. Yeah. And they, they're, they're too big of fans. That they, I, don't think, I don't think Matt Peck can go to a Bulls game and not scream at somebody. Or right. throw his hat. Or throw his hat on the court because he'd be right there. So, yeah. There's uh, Yeah. It's, it's and and each, each person's different. I think we all have a good way of balancing our fandom and our also journalistic side of things whereas other people with with dnvr with 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 chgo here you know everyone has their has their different strengths and and their different uh ways of viewing things so yeah. you know peck and peck and dave being in the press box I, I that's that's not their that's not their deal their deal is being the biggest bulls fans you've ever seen yeah. that's why our i think our beat is unique here at chgo because we're the only beat where all of us are credentialed 
Right. Everybody, all the other beats have, you know, their credentialed guy and then their super fan guy or guys. And then, you know, yeah, or your mm-hmm. reporter. Guys or type. gals. Yeah. So I think that's what we're unique here because all three of us are credentialed um, because we want to go to the games. <laughs> we yeah. love going yeah. to the games. And well, and we love having the access to the team. And there's, value, there's yeah. value to all of that. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, yeah, it, 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 it helps on, on days, too, where, like, all three of us are out of practice. We can split up and get more quotes and stuff like that. And, you know, it, there's something to be said for being at a, at a morning skate and at, a, and at practice every day and how you cover your team. Sure, you can watch all 82 games, but you only, you're only known what's told to you. But when you're there, you get to see things, you get to overhear things that, like you know. Like who hates BioSteel. Right. He's not here anymore. <laughs> they don't tell you that on a broadcast. No. No. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's, it's. He's not here for the moment. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> having the full access to the team has been great. Yeah. Um, I wonder if his dad likes biosteel. He would like the minimum <laughs> I'm, I'm amount sure his of dad's never had not the maximum steel. amount of biosteel. Right. No. All right, I think we told everybody who it is. His, his dad's probably <laughs> punched a bottle of biosteel. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Jesus. After it fell into the penalty box. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, good question from Windy City Hockey. He says, in the final game of the season, was there more fandom uh, showing for Jonathan Taves in the press box? I don't know if it was fandom. It was more of a... It was like an appreciation. People understood. Everyone, everyone there understood the moment. Everyone yeah. there had their had their phones out. My, you know, myself. Right. We were all capturing that moment because I think one, it's content, but two, it's also like I know I've gone back and watched that video in full and just been like, damn, like that was that yeah. was aw- that was an awesome moment to to be there and then be able to relive it. And I'm, I don't want to speak for the other beats. I know some of them are bigger fans of the team than others. Um, but I think that's probably something that, that they've all done too is go back and watch it and be like, that's yeah. pretty pretty cool. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, it's, you're, it's also, you know, you're, you're, it's a guy who's had a legendary career. A lot of those guys have covered him for years. Mm-hmm. So the post-game presser was kind of like, I don't know if the word is gratitude or recognition maybe more of like, hey, like everyone here acknowledges what you've accomplished here. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't, it was, it was certainly a different tone in the press conference of, Hey man, remember all this great stuff you did. How are you feeling right now? There wasn't that newsy feel to it so much as there would be in a typical post game or whatever. Mm-hmm. Everyone was just kind of letting Jonathan Taves know, like, you know, kind of speaking for the fans, like you're appreciated. And do you feel that? Like, did you feel that love? And so it was a little bit different, but there were not like people crying in the press box or whatever. You know what I mean? It would have been interesting if Taves scored. Had he what the scored? If he been. had scored that breakaway, yeah, I would have. I don't know. That would have been very hard to that moment. That would have there might have been something coming out at that point. And I think a lot, I think some other people in the press box our colleagues not necessarily would have cheered but you would have gotten a, a reaction. reaction. You mm-hmm. would have gotten, you know, not necessarily oh, yeah, you would have gotten oh my god, that's amazing. Like yeah. something like you would have Holy crap. Yeah, you would you would have gotten I know exactly who you were impersonating there. Um <laughs> you would have gotten more of a reaction than you would have on a, any other typical goal yeah. and it would yeah, that that night was more of a of a, not necessarily people in the press box being fans of Jonathan Tays, but just appreciating and respecting 
And for a lot of those guys, as you said, they've been, you know, Mark Mark Lazarus and, and, and Scott Powers and Tracy Myers, they've been covering him for years. A long time. And it's kind of like, okay, this is the end of an era for us too because we've built this relationship with, with this guy for so long. You know, he's basically been like a co-worker to us for yeah, seven, right. I mean, eight, really, ten you years. See him every day of your life. Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of like, you know, all right, this is the last time and let's make the best of it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to make the best of your wardrobe, where can I buy an Aloha shirt, Greg? Uh, let me tell you, as soon as my screensaver <laughs> goes away, uh, you can go to FOCO. Oh. FOCO, yeah. Hey. They are uh, a great little company that gets you fitted out in the best sports gear around. You can get hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads. And everything in between, maybe the banana hammocks are back in style Ooh, because yeah, you know, yeah, warm weather's coming. Warm it's out. spring and baseball season. They got those Aloha shirts you like, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you mm-hmm. need for Full a game. Uh, Some of our lovely you got se- you got decorations. The uh, they got them all lined up back here. We've got some bobbleheads they've sent us, some awesome uh, signs. There's a couple of Blackhawk jersey snuggies lying around. Hopefully we don't need those for a few months, yeah. but you never know. Uh, so check out FOCO. They got all the gear you want. Check out FOCO.com or click in the link in the description below. And for all non-presale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Maybe that's uh, maybe maybe that's the problem today. Arvid Soderblom is, uh, went to FOCO. Shopping and he's spree. Just, he's just yeah. seeing so much stuff there, and he's gotten lost, and he didn't <laughs> realize that he Crash was supposed computer. to call us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That could be. Uh, and and yeah. Iris asking, no, you didn't miss you the didn't interview miss with Iris. Uh, uh, something must it, have it, happened because he has yet to call in. But yeah. if he does, <laughs> we're going to put him right on the air. Yep. Let's wildly speculate what happened. Yeah. No? All right, maybe nah. not. He's been traded. <laughs> He's hey, been by the way, it's uh, playoffs. It's NBA playoff time. That means big hoops action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Get in on the excitement of every game with the touch of a button. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs open the DraftKings Sportsbook app opt in and place the same game parlay on any NBA game if it doesn't hit you'll get a bonus bet back up to ten dollars I'm looking at some of the long shot bets today just for fun they're always <laughs> very exciting let's find the biggest long shot they have yeah all right plus oh god <laughs> plus 16,000 Denver Nuggets minus two and a half Two plus Jokic steals, two plus Chris Paul steals, two plus Jokic blocks, two plus Durant blocks. It's a That's block plus sixteen thousand. What's hey. the lowest denomination bet you can put on there? A dollar? I don't know. Let's see. Like probably could, a dollar. If I could bet a nickel, I might throw it at that. <laughs> it's probably see. a dollar. One dollar. One dollar you'd win one hundred and sixty-one dollars. Not bad. That's my. That's that's called value. I mean, that's not. That unlikely. It must. I don't know. It's basketball, so I don't know. Sixteen thousand. It's pretty freaking unlikely. (laughs) The blocks and the steals. I can't even win a plus three fifty bet. So true. True. The the blocks and the steals make it a little, uh, little interesting. But okay, that'd be fun. All right. Well, that's. Those are one of. There's all kinds of long shots. Just go to the DraftKings app. Look at the top bar there. They got those quick same game parlays. Or you can always build your own. Exactly what you think is going to happen. Build your own. They'll create the odds for you. Download the app now and sign up with the code CHGO. New customers can make a five dollar pre 
pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Here we go. All right. <coughs> Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. Four six seven three six nine. Nice. In Kansas City, call 800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. And with that, here is Mario with our DraftKings Pick of the Week. Pick of the Week. Hey, uh, should we go? I have one here that's not as exotic as that NBA one, but could could make it a little more exotic if we want. Uh, let's so yeah, let's do that. Let's. I, I had one that was uh, Devils on the money line, odd number of first period goals, and a Jack Hughes anytime goal scorer tonight. That was plus five hundred. Let's uh, let's up it to plus nine fifty odds. Ooh. Devils on the money line, Jack Hughes to score two or more goals. Devils first goal of the game. Devils plus one and a half on the first period puck line. So we'll go with that one. Big big Devils game, plus 950. You got Devils on the money line. Jack Hughes, two or more goals. Devils plus one and a half puck line in the first period. Devils score the first goal. I like it. And I'm all for it because this means the Devils are probably winning tonight, and that makes that would me be happy. a group. Yeah, that'd be a group. Well, they'd have to with the money line. There you go. So, and, and then that would make for a great game seven between those two teams, which that series deserves it. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I would put the Devils up three two, and it'd be the first home team to win in the series. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. Because oh, yeah, remember right. they 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 they've screwed up the schedule where it yeah. was going every other day, and now it's like every fourth. I forgot day or about something. that. Yeah. yeah. But still, uh, yeah, they'll put the Devils up. Be the, it's somebody, a, a home team has to win in that series at some point, right? You'd think. Theoretically. I mean, the Devils would like that to happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be big for they them. They would have to win one game at home in order to win that series. Yeah. Well, let's hope so. Even though, you know, that Kane pick comes the first at the it Rangers would be get nice. the yeah. Eastern Final. Don't care. But It'd be interesting to see what would happen in New York if they'd don't make it out of the first round because they that was Gerard a team that will probably get fired probably that was a team that was they were ready to go and loaded up and if they 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 drop the first round of the devils like if they lose they're up to nothing yeah well yeah after winning two first two, games, two. The first two on the road yeah. yeah if they lose this series there are there are two big reasons unless things change it's mika zibanejad and artemi panarin they are currently on the back of milk cartons in New York yep. City right now. They have been missing. Yeah. And those are two guys that make a lot of money. Mika Zibanejad was one of the biggest reasons they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Damn right. Yes. Last season. And now he's been struggling. And Artemi Panarin, listen, we've seen playoff series here in Chicago where Artemi Panarin was invisible. That. Nashville series it's part of why it's part he of the reason traded. he got traded yes because they wanted to get more playoff tough and guys that know how to win in the playoffs that's why they traded him for Brandon Saad there were a lot of other reasons too mostly financial but that was the reason we were given and it was a valid reason because he but along with a lot of other guys did absolutely nothing in that Nashville series we're seeing that now obviously those guys are two amazing all-star players 
and they can turn on the switch quickly. But if they have another bad game and they lose and those guys don't do much from here on out, it's going to be a lot of people calling for some major changes out there. And those yeah. two guys are where it starts. If they, you know, Tarasenko's been scoring goals. Mm-hmm. Patrick Kane has been an assist guy. What has he got? Four or five assists in this series. Nice. I think he has one goal. One nice goal, one, that one. At goal. least four. Nice yeah. One, yeah, <laughs> one yeah. goal, four assists. Most of those all came in those first two games. Um, but they've they've done what they were brought in to do. It's the guys that have been there for the past couple of years, their leaders, who let them down the last two games. So big game tonight. Yeah. Should be a fun one. And that's the 6.30 game, I believe. Yep. Because, of course, game. 6 o'clock is Toronto, Tampa Bay. I think that's where Toronto, Tampa a Bay. lot of people's focus are going to be. Toronto has a chance to close them out on home ice. Chance. Uh, you know, Michael Bunting not playing. Doesn't seem like it. Could be Dra- some Dra- DraftKings had bu- had a lot of bunting props. I was well, looking at. I was DraftKings like, well, doesn't update during. You're looking at baseball, rosters. Mario. You're, that, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, those are baseball bets. Um, but it doesn't look like he's coming back. I mean, you're not taking Matthew Matthew knees out of the lineup. He's been really good. Yeah. But you don't have to take him out to put bunting in. Like right. You yeah. look at the, like. Uh, you could take one of their depth guys out. Aston uh, Aston Reese. He played less than eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Sam Lafferty only played eight minutes in the last game. Like, those are guys you can are expendable to get a Michael Bunting back in. But is Michael Bunting effective if he's not playing with Austin Matthews on that top line? Not as effective. Right. And, and, and are you worried he's got, about him doing He's got the target on and he's got the target on his back from the referees. So it might so. actually be a smart move by Sheldon Keefe, who I who I'm not a great fan of. I don't think he's you know, a great, I don't, he's not a terrible coach by any means, but you know, Hey, let the record speak for himself. He still right. hasn't got out of the first round with this group and his whining about the referees rubs me the wrong way in games that you win. Yeah. You're still crying about the referees. Sure. But this might be a good move for bunting. Cause you don't want that extra. You don't want like, you know, a Tampa guy maybe trying to go after him and, and, and Bunting's an emotional guy. He toes that line. The refs already have targeted him throughout the last couple of seasons because of his... There's no need. His, so why put him out there? You haven't lost without him. So yeah, this might be the right move to say, hey, if we lose tonight, we'll put you out there for game six. But tonight, let's, if, if it's not broke, don't fix it. If someone plays themselves out of the lineup, I think then you then you have a way to get him in. But I don't think anyone's really done that for Toronto, especially Matthew Nyes. He's, he's played his way into a solid role. So, But as we said it, when this series started, you would think down 3-1 on the road, all the pressure's on Tampa. It's, no, on it's on Toronto. The yeah, it's yeah. on Toronto. The lightning could be as loose as they want to be because, A, they've been there before. But if the Leafs lose on home ice tonight, all they're going to hear is, here we go again. Yeah. Here and we go again. rightfully so, yes, by the way. Absolutely yes, absolutely rightfully they, so. Because they've done this before. They were up 3-2 on them last year and couldn't get it done. Yeah. And you had those two games in Tampa where – you had no business winning either one of those games. I also feel like if they do get out of this round and they beat Tampa, look the F out. Because I think once they clear that mental hurdle and they slay the dragon, see, it's not just the first round. It's also Tampa. 
Think, think about the Canucks yeah, but in 2011. Boston, too. Boston's handed them quite a few of those yeah, first-round losses, too. Boston, I mean, they're going to beat Florida. I don't think there's any question about it, but they've not looked as great. Bergeron's banged up. I know he scored yesterday, but he's not the same guy. I, I think that Boston's beatable, and Toronto getting over that hump. Like, take the jerseys off, take the laundry off, and Toronto's got the best roster in the East. Like I, I, you know, yeah, you could argue with Boston, but with Boston banged up a little bit, you could argue that Toronto's had the best roster in the East for the last four seasons. That's true. Mm-hmm. I just think getting wow. getting past that, you know, that mental hurdle, is going to be huge for them, especially if they're able to do it tonight. Yeah, we just beat the I mean, Tampa Bay Lightning up, in five games. You're Let's up go three one with an opportunity to close the series twice at home if if need be. Like you really have to, they really have to do it, and and if they don't then major changes should be on the way uh, in, in many, you know, fr- in the front office, uh, in, in, the, in the roster. Like, there's, they need to figure something else out uh, at that point if they do not uh, get past Tampa in, in, in this situation. And, and yeah, for, for, for Tampa, like, they're, they're going to give them a game. You know, they're three, three runs to the Stanley Cup final with two cups out of those three. Like, you don't, you don't get that just for nothing. Like, these guys know what to expect. Um, they know the level that they have to get to and probably the level that they can get to still, um, even though it does seem like maybe those three runs are starting to catch up to them. I think that they probably are coming into this game a little looser, knowing that, you know, hey, like, like they know the pressure's not on them. Uh, and it's, you know, when you, when you have the Leafs voodoo in your favor, like that's, that's some good confidence to have. So it, it should be a good game. Um, I, I said Leafs in six, so it would be cool to see that come to fruition. But uh, it would also be interesting to see this game, uh, this series go seven games. Like, the I other, want them all to go seven. As and, and as Region Rev said in the in, in the chat, like it's it's wild there have been no sweeps. Like, you don't see them that often anymore, though. You really don't. I just it's just for what seventeenth day into the playoffs and no one's eliminated yet. It's not so much sweeps, but just that like. All Short these series, series are going yeah. long. Yeah, and two teams that really could have um, – and by the way, I just got a little note from the Ice Hogs. Uh, Arvid won't be – there was some uh, miscommunication, so he's not calling in today. Yeah. But uh, we'll work on getting him back on. Next round, soon. my friends. Yes. Um, we'll, be th- we'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. So We'll try yeah. and Sorry about have the, some conversations. Uh, out of our control, uh, and things happen. This is the, the this is the uh, part of the live podcasting that every once in a while bites you in the butt. Things go uh, it's sideways. No, we haven't had a guest. Oh, what a Hey, I'll call. I'll call you guys at two thirty. Oh wait, oh, I'm I sorry. Forgot. I'm boarding a flight I'm a, at two thirty. I'm, I'm at Greenwich <laughs> Means Time. <laughs> but uh, no, there, there's two teams: Boston and Carolina that had a chance to close out their series on home ice and both lost. Yep. And those are two teams, like, for teams to make deep runs, they need one of those, like, four or five game Short series. Short series, wins. yeah. Like, the Blackhawks always had one of those series, mostly thanks to the Minnesota Wild, yes. where they had that five-game <laughs> series and they could take two or three extra days off. And a team like Carolina, who's banged up, yep. Boston, who's banged up, I still think both of those teams are getting out of that round, but having to play at least one more game on the road. Yep. Another day of travel. The Islanders are going to take a piece out of the oh, yeah. Hurricanes. Oh, they've already they're, taken. They're, <laughs> their plan for this 
series has apparently been, well, well, let's make sure we have the entire roster of the Chicago Wolves up here by game seven, and then we have a chance. <laughs> right, yeah. Like They're like basically like, we're going to take you out of this game. Deplete the roster. <laughs> That's what they're trying to do, and yeah. they're, they're succeeding. Yeah. And, you know, Boston with Pachise Bergeron, with Krejci banged up. I don't think Linus Olmark is 100%. Uh, well, how about the well, Alex Stalock moment last the, night yeah, for him in overtime? Quite the, quite the brain fart. Yeah, that was that was pretty bad. Um, and there should have been some communication. Somebody should have been yelling him to go the other way. Yeah, or just stay in your net. That too. <laughs> um, that was bad. Don't get bored in overtime. How about right. And yeah. uh, you know, uh, we were talking about intermission crews the other day. The, I mean, ESPN switched it up a little bit, but I'm sorry, the John Bucigras, Ryan Callahan, Kevin Weeks. They're just so hard to listen to because they all they want to do is do their little hockey lingos and their little inside jokes. Everybody likes free 99 and chicken. Pie. Just blow it out your ass and give me the analysis, <laughs> would you? Stop being so damn cute. If you're trying to attract another audience, maybe don't use like hockey jargon lingo 24 yeah. 7 because people that. are going to be like, what the hell are these idiots talking about? I'm not watching this. But Kevin Weeks, who I enjoy provides a lot of great information throughout the course of the season from various locations across this country. <laughs> he right away was like, of course, because he's an ex-goaltender, was in defense of Olmark. Like, well, the puck bounced on him right before he got there. Well, what's he doing there? That's right. the problem. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a major brain fart. That was a game the Panthers had no business winning. Yeah. None. There was a oh, point no. in the second period that the Bruins had 21 straight shot attempts in that game. <laughs> That's like a Hawks game. And then as soon as <laughs> they said that on the broadcast, the Panthers not only got a shot attempt, but it went in the net. Yep. Like literally four seconds after That's that. That's hockey. Matthew Kachuk. And there was another okay. There was another that happened, I think, in the Kraken game where they said there hasn't been a shot on goal in this game in seven minutes from either team. And then like less yeah, than 30 Kraken seconds scored. later, the Kraken scored the yeah. first goal of the game. Uh, let's how talk about, about that series. How too. about that? Yeah, Do we, we have to keep it down because some of our Denver brethren are here. Wow, and sisterin, is that a thing? They're brethren, in, they're in and stuff. Um, Avs are in trouble, man. Yes, they are. I yeah. don't like the, and this, the the Seattle team isn't just happy to be here in the postseason. They want to they want to make some noise. And you talk about just as you said with like Tampa having nothing to lose, really. Seattle. No one expects them to be Colorado. No. no. No one picked them. The fans are like, hey, we're happy to be here, right? They're, they're <laughs> Colorado's in trouble. They're Phil about Grubauer, to be here for a little longer. Phil Grubauer is playing as good as hockey as he ever has, at least since he was a Vesna finalist with the Avalanche. Now he's sticking it to them. Yeah. And uh, they're getting some bounces. Again, that's another game and that people are going to whine about the referees. There was a Nathan McKinnon play mm, where, he, where he was tripped up. And then he gets up and slams his stick and he yells to the ref. And meanwhile, the play is going the other way. He's late getting to the bench because he had to throw his hissy fit. And then JT Comfort gets on the ice. He's a half step behind who? The guy that scored the goal. Uh, Ty Cartier, who was in uh, his NHL debut. Uh, good for him. And then, you know, it's like that play, when you look at it, people say the refs are bad and the refs haven't been good. They're letting things go. Mm -hmm. But if they were to call every little thing, the same people would be complaining that let, let the guys play. Yeah, that, that, that play. It was not egregious. It was, it was not. The guy fell. 
it was, and then took him out. It wasn't like a stick or a foot coming out. And the way that the closest ref was blocked by Nathan McKinnon couldn't see the guy behind him because he fell down and McKinnon. So when you see the play, he's looking straight on. The guy disappears, and all of a sudden McKinnon goes out. He can't see what happened, so you can't call what you don't see. But for McKinnon to get up and slam his stick and yell while the play's going the other way, to me, that's unacceptable. Get up. You can get back in the play. You could scream at the ref from the bench. You don't have to do it right there. You got the rest of the game to yell at him. Yeah. That, to me, was a rare loss of focus by one of the best players in the game. Yeah. And that's why it's so unacceptable. You, if it's like a fourth-line plug doing yeah, that, right. you can be like, whatever. But Nathan McKinnon, when guys like that start to show the frustration – it's only going to trickle down to the rest of the team. And there's no Brent Seabrook coming to the penalty box to calm down <laughs> Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And I, I don't want to make too much out of one moment. But when you see a player of that stature, of that skill, of that, you know, whatever, name recognition, whatever you want to say, lose it during a game, mm, that can show you that they're feeling it a little bit. Yeah. You could tell Colorado is feeling the pressure. This season in general has not gone as easily for them as maybe they expected Injuries, of course, they've got excuses. Gabriel Landeskog didn't play a shift for them this year. Like that's a huge, huge piece of that team. Other injuries, Bowen Byron missed a lot of time. They've been dealing with a lot of stuff all year. They lose Kale McCarr for a game. Yeah, but this is the not the Ben the situation. Situation is very odd. Yeah, and doesn't like, sound very good. There's been a lot, a lot of stuff thrown their way. They've had to deal with, but it happens every team. It happens every great team. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're they're done done. I mean, if they win this one, I'm gonna pick on to win game seven. But Seattle's look good. They just play calm. They capitalize on their opportunities. Solid goaltending. Yep. They're deep, and they they're smothering the ass. Yeah. They're not giving them any space on the ice. Well, that's the like that's and and you know to kind of swing it back to the Hawks a little bit. Like that's the importance of a system that works and that the players understand. And it can be an equalizer. That's yeah. why you see the Hawks beating Boston and beating Pittsburgh right. and hanging in games they don't have, which is most of them. Let's be honest. Right. They hung in most of the games they played this year because of their system. 18 guys pulling in the same direction can get you a lot. The Islanders are doing it too. Yeah. And that can be an equalizer. So um, it's going to be interesting. And usually you say, you know, at the end of seven games, the best team wins. And I still would say Colorado's better than Seattle on paper. But that mental element you cannot dismiss, and yep. I think that's a factor. I think the Avs are feeling some pressure. It's not as easy as they thought it would be, and Seattle's like, we're just going to give you what we got, and if we lose, no one's mad mm-hmm. about it. Right. Nope. It's a great Nothing season no matter if they're, they're yeah. on the first round or if they pull off the upset. Yep. It's, you know, they're all looking, it's all looking really good out in Seattle. Yep. Would you say it's so bright they got to wear shades? Maybe. Um, and if they <laughs> want to wear shades... I got a guy. You got, got a guy. I got a polarized a shade, shades guy, and his name is Ray, specifically Shady Ray. <laughs> shady Ray. He's a person. Shady Ray, and he's and then it's not like he's shady, like he's the guy on the corner that like has a gold chain for five bucks. No, he's shady because he provides shades for your eyes, and you could take on the sun with gear built to last. Because our pals at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades that come at an affordable price. 
Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've ever worn. I say they're even better. They're too humble at Shady Rays. Another reason to give them your business. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. I had them on my entire way through the Kennedy Expressway construction and I can see clearly going six miles an hour. That's not all. Shady Rays <laughs> offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you make your purchase. And together with their customers, which is hopefully you, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the United States through the Shady Rays Impact Initiative. They do everything from building playsets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS, the outdoor adventure of a lifetime. Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others just like it now and for years to come. If you don't love your Shady Rays, but you're gonna, trust me, you can exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com, use the promo code CHGO at checkout, and you're going to save 50% off two or more pairs of their great polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over a quarter of a million people. That's a lot of people. A lot of people, a lot of stars. Yeah, it's good stuff. People like that would use a lot of energy, wouldn't they? That's right. They you, guys, uh, you, you guys like to save uh, money? You like saving money? I like saving money. Me yes, too. And the Combat Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses and the communities they serve by helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. Yes. Combat offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across their territory. ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. Now, I don't know if Greg's paying attention, so can we tell him more a little further on exactly what this entails? I I am on the Powering Biz website. Oh, good. 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 Spoiler alert. Well, (laughs) you know, you you can look, look that up, and I'll tell you how it works. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs, these can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. If you own a business, do not wait. Get started saving money and energy or monergy today. Money. For energy saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash poweringbizbiz. And I can see Greg is indeed looking at comed.com slash poweringbiz. Yes, I am. yes, he is scheduling his appointment today. Yes. Good move. Good move. Smart move. I uh, like saving monergy. Monergy. Monergy is a good thing to save. Hey, uh, one final reminder. Tonight and tomorrow is our CHGO Bears draft show. You can go on our YouTube page right now. Set yourself a notification when that show begins. You could like it ahead of time, which would be great. Make sure you like this podcast as well. Uh, there are still some tickets available for the events. If you go to allchgo.com, 
Uh, the, we are at uh, Goose Island. I'm sorry, we're at Joe's Bar on Weed Street, uh, brought to you by our friends at Goose Island. Mm-hmm. There are premium drink packages available for today and tomorrow. So go to allchgo.com, all diehards, save 20%. And speaking of diehards, we have not talked enough about our newest shirt design, the O Captain, My Captain design, in honor of our beloved number 19. You can go to the CHGO Locker, chgolocker.com, and pick up the O Captain, My Captain design. Very, very cool. You've got the C with the feathers and the sticks and all the accomplishments. His updated goal total. That's right, the updated goal total. For a Blackhawks legend. So if you're if you're on the fence about becoming a diehard, you can sign up. This shirt is free. Any shirt at the CHGO Locker is free you when you sign up. You also get a free shirt every year upon renewal. And if you want more than one, you save 20% on all of our merch at CHGO Locker all the time as a diehard. Yep. So after a couple events and a couple shirts, it has paid for itself. You look good. You have some fun. And you've paid for your membership, and you've supported us, which is great. I've got one on. I've got a Bears design on. Mario's got his Bears design on, too. It's going to be I'll a big I'll put a night. CHGO shirt on when I get home. Bears. He's got the CHGO banana hammock on. Uh, <laughs> only available for uh, employees so far, but we're working on that for uh, for the general public. I'm, I'm, we'll we'll I'm, let you know how that goes. I'm, all right. I'm, I'm testing them all out before we send them out. So. <laughs> <laughs> Gently used. Game worn. Yeah. Game worn. Game Greg Boyce and banana hammocks. Banana hammock. There you For go. sale soon at chgolocker.com. Flying off the shelf. <laughs> All right. We're back tomorrow with two with stuff and things. Thanks to Sarah for running the show. We appreciate that. Good luck to the Bears tonight. Let's bring home a really good player and let's make the Bears good again because I'm ready. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow Bears. with two on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.